Hey, listeners, uh, we just wrapped the 1940s here at Academy vs. Audience where we revisit all the best pictures. And so we're taking a brief hiatus before we delve into the 1950s to recharge, catch up, and maybe do something involving the holidays. I hear those are a thing for people. So while we do that, enjoy this lengthy outtake of Aaron and I getting off on a tangent while Claire reboots her computer from some point back in the 40s, I want to say. See you soon. And see you at the ceremony. Maybe it's her high tea or something. Maybe Claire, you are breaking up a now. lot on my end. Oh, am I? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I just did it. Here, let me... How is this? This is bad. No, still kind of breaky-uppy. Weird. Full internet. Maybe it's this computer. Sometimes this computer specific weird with Zoom. Hmm. Have you tried disconnecting and reconnecting? Yeah. Leave the meeting and come back. Classic. The basic turn it off, turn it on again. It was fine during the banter, so it is it was. new. Yeah. It just started doing it like two mm -hmm. sentences, two points ago. It's like, I can edit around that. I can edit around that. No, like, and it's now a it's problem too much. now. Keith has family stuff tomorrow, so I had to delay our other recording. So I'm now a week ahead of schedule on at least one total recall. A week is not bad. We are never ahead for MOA. Uh, and it's okay, because for the first one, like 80% of my commentary is going to be going through this table I've made weighing <laughs> it's definitely a dream versus it's definitely real. What is this for? What film series franchise? To uh, Total Recall. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Hello. Tried to claim the Total Recall remake. He said, with the cast like this, you could have made a real movie. And he called and he challenged me on that. And I had to dark reckoning that Kate Beckinsale's career is not what I thought it was. But she's a very good actor. She's she, always the light in her terrible movies. She is. She's, But being the best part of Van Helsing is, still means you're in Van Helsing. Also, she did do Kate and Leopold, I think, with I Hugh think Jackman. And that sh no. Mm, mm. Hey, Claire. Better? No, it's worse on my end. Here, I'll keep talking. Yeah, you I was going to say. It's bad. Well, now it's okay. How does it sound on your It is bad. Choppy. Okay. 
really strange. Like your end was super Oh, now it's very bad. Oh my god, Dan. Caden Leopold is not Kate Beckinsale or Kate Hudson. It's Meg Ryan. Oh. Uh, it's even weirder. Yeah. It is Meg Ryan, Hugh Jackman, Liev Schreiber, Reckon Meyer, and Natasha Leone. Liev Schreiber's got to be the perfectly acceptable boyfriend she dumps for Hugh Jackman, right? I would think so. This movie is not the movie I thought it was. Claire, I don't think this banter is helping your computer. Oh, oh, it's very bad. Computers. Computer It was good when we were bantering before, but yeah. It became bad rather in a rush. Third. How's this? I'm it's better than it wasn't. Oh, weird. Weird, weird. Chatting, chatting, chatting. I'm just saying computers because I feel like this computer is feeling is not like going to do it today. Computer. So we are. Okay, so yes, Liev Shriver is the perfectly acceptable um, boyfriend, but he's also an amateur physicist and the great-great-grandson of Leopold, uh, which is unfortunate. Yep, yep he's got to be tied to that. Ooh, yeah, yeah. that does, um, does raise some unfortunate questions about his ancestry. Yep, yep. I maybe have not seen this. <laughs> I maybe just think I have. Okay. Default speakers. I'm just gonna. The other computer is just booting itself up. You do sound better if we sound better. Oh, I sound better now. Maybe it's the headphone. Oh no, it's cutting again. Never mind. No, no, it's this computer then. Stupid computer being a bitch. There's also a director's cut of this movie that is um, 123 minutes. That was released on DVD that was not playable in North America. Huh. These are facts that will never be useful for this podcast at all. But I can't stop reading this Wikipedia page. Yeah, there's some... There's some stuff I never thought about in the IMDb trivia. Mm-hmm. I mean, this movie will never come up. There's no it was nominated for anything ever. And there's no way it is the box office champ of 2001. Yeah, no. That was a very competitive year. Kate and Leopold was not sneaking in. <laughs> what? 2001. Um there were some Harry Potters out. The oh first God. Harry Potter. I'm yeah. going to leave this scene and then rejoin on the other computer. So be okay. our I will continue to guess what the box office champ was in 2001. Um, that was the year before the first Lord of the Rings. 
No, Harry Potter and Fel- and Lord of the Rings started the same autumn. Really? Within a month of each other. Wow. That's some real gamble from those major studios. Yeah. Uh, at least Harry Potter, they could have stopped early. True. I always said um, Goblet of Fire is the, is the decision point. Like if you you either commit to filming the entire book series or you do the first three just like those narnia movies that came out or dumbledore sweeps in on a broom at the end of goblet of fire saying i just got back from killing voldemort whatever country he was in everything's fine now don't worry harry i know you had a bad night i fixed it everything's good you're not wrong actually i think it may have been prisoner of azkaban when they needed to do that because you would have to change the entire climax of Goblet of Fire. Yeah, that's or, fair. You you couldn't have Amos Diggory screaming about his boy. I guess if Dumbledore Harry was could have fix just, it right away. I guess Harry could have just killed Voldemort in the graveyard, and everybody could have gone home. But you know, they'd had made four billion dollars, so they were pretty commu- committed to seeing this one through. And I think it was after Azkaban where, like, Her- um, Harry. Daniel Radcliffe and Emma Watson were like, maybe not. And then I think they recommitted for a Goblet of Fire. And they were like, well, this is who we are now. It's miraculous to me that they lost one cast member or two, only two cast members the entire time. One actor passed away and one uh, did some teenage crimes and had to be removed from the seventh, from the eighth movie. But it only affected the movie the minorest amount. Yeah, they swapped out Dumbledores in movie three and everybody just forgot about it. Until and they were furious in movie four where Michael Gambon was too mad. Way too mad. Like, he came in hot on that scene. Look, uh, he probably didn't read the books. And maybe the purists were like, where's Crab or Goyle, whichever one is not in Deathly Hallows part two. But I think they'd been broken on the wheel of seven movies without Peeves the Poltergeist. So they're like, whatever at this point. Especially because Peeves was cast and passed away and none of his films ever made it into the movie. Yeah, I, uh, I when I was blogging through it all, I said, oh, this is the way to tell the difference between a Harry Potter book reader and a Harry Potter movie watcher. Bring up Peeves the Poltergeist. <laughs> if they say who, they only watch the movies. Look, he's fun. Does he add a ton to the stories? When we inevitably talk Lord of the Rings, I am going to be uh, deliberately picking a fight with fans of what's that asshole from the beginning of the book? Tom Bombadil. Tom Bombadil. I am coming at the Tom Bombadil phantom. Okay, look, I have I've read The Hobbit like 17 times. I may have tried to read Lord of the Rings when I was too young. I don't know. Maybe I was too young. I cannot get past that part. I've Adult Aaron has tried to read them. I can't. I don't care. Too many songs. Too much nonsense. Too much fog. Last time in New York, I was in New York. I was on a very limited budget. And towards the end of my eight days, and like, I'm running low on money if I'm going to eat when I get home. Um, so what can I do today that's cheap? I will go and I will wander Central Park. And I checked my phone and said, and I will pick a fight about Tom Bombadil. 
<laughs> old friend had posted, I'm still salty they cut Tom Bombadil out of the movies. And I just shrugged and chose violence and replied, I'm still salty they left him in the book. Send. Let's see what this does. <laughs> was it a good day? A good day in Central Park? Was, Fighting online? Was. I eventually brought myself around to including in the movies just for one moment that I really <laughs> wanted to picture as like the barrel whites are surrounding the hobbits and Sam turns to Frodo and says, Mr. Frodo, I don't know how we're going to get out of this one. And Frodo says, I have an idea, Sam, and it might work. Stares directly into camera and says, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Tom Bombadil. And then a spotlight <laughs> hits Joel Gray in a sparkly white tuxedo. Oh, this, this, can you hear me now? Does yes. that sound okay? Yeah, That's it sounds good. actually really good. Okay. It must, I, that computer, for some reason, every now and then is like, no, I don't want to do audio. Audio is the worst. And you're like, your job is literally to do that. You're a computer in the year 2000, 2022. Yeah. And it's a new computer as well. So I have no idea. I did not hit pause before we started all this. <laughs> oh, you're going to have so much nonsense <laughs> so, to cut out. Uh, that's so gonna be fun much later. nonsense. Or to make a special episode, hot takes on TV, on movies we're not going to talk about. <laughs> Patreon exclusive. Dan and Aaron talk about Kate and Leopold while Claire reconnects her audio. <laughs> <laughs> uh, amazing. A perfect bonus episode. So good. So good, everybody. Well, shall we take a pause and then jump in it again? Okay, we were we were talking about uh, Ellie goes to the hotel. We don't know why. That's Aaron, okay. You clearly maybe she went to go for tea. Claire was saying, and she specifically knew which hotel to go to. Mm -hmm. 